What's going on, everybody? Thank you for joining me on another exciting episode of Data. My name is Brian, and I look forward to sharing with you another amazing guest today. But first, if you haven't subscribed to the show yet, please make sure you get out there and hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode. Now sit back and enjoy. Welcome to another episode of Dad Up, everyone. So glad you are listening. Don't forget to hit that subscribe button so you don't miss a single episode. My guest today has an amazing story, and I'm excited for him to share it. As a young man, he spent most of his time on the set of his father's radio show, watching as his father wrote, edited, and produced his own content, all based on serving others. He's the youngest of six children. He required the he inquired of his siblings their father's mission for creating this radio show. One answer stood out: to leave a legacy. His father accomplished that, becoming a loving husband and father of two. He found himself not only adding value to his family, but also those around him. His passion for helping others remain inspired part became part of his life. Pushing to find a way to dive into serving others, he decided to tap into his father's legacy. Operating with his unique ability to bring people together, he created the Diamond Mine Result, which we'll get into in our discussion. And it's used to provide a space for others to seek the truth while encouraging others. Understanding their added value to, to others is what he is called to do. He has established a way to keep his father's legacy alive. I'm happy to welcome my good friend, Samuel Bunnell, to, to Dad Up. Welcome to the show, brother. Hey, bro. What's going on? How are you? Good, good, good. Thank you very much for joining me today. Um, really excited to kind of dive into not only the story of, uh, you know, your kind of your relationship with your dad, but uh, also about your family. But for my listeners who may not know, I know obviously I ran through a little quick bio of you. I know there's so much more to that, to that, uh, to this story, but if you could just tell my listeners a little bit more about Samuel, about you, kind of your backstory. And then obviously this is a dad podcast. So about your dads, I mean, about your kids. <laughs> All right, awesome. Awesome. All right. So what's up everybody? Uh, my name is Sam Burwell. I'm the creator of Diamond Mind Results. A little bit about me. Um, this is a family show, so I'm happy to be here. So I want everyone to know that I am a father of two young boys. Josiah is seven years old. Roman is four years old. Uh, my wife, Aaliyah, who takes care of them diligently and, and is in school right now to receive her degree, should be the first in her family to do so. And she's able to do that because I do the work and in the house. I work two jobs. I work seven days a week. I work day shift and I work night shift. Um, so I'm pursuing to actually be able to walk away from that night job soon. Um, God willing, this year will be 2021, and I'll be able to pursue doing Diamond Mar results with more time added to be able to help serve other people. Uh, so Aaliyah, she is, that's my wife, Aaliyah. She is super. She was three weeks pregnant, I think she was, when she found out that she was pregnant with Josiah. That's our firstborn. And she found out on a Tuesday. That Friday, she wound up losing her job, and she was the last one to get hired, so she was the uh, first one to go. They wound up bringing her back on about eight months into her pregnancy just to throw her baby shower so she can get paid for extra month. So it was a very nice atmosphere. And I remember coming home sometimes, and she would literally say, hey, I found something I want to do. And we would go to Michael's or go to Walmart. And we would try all of these different things. And she wound up being able to make different body butters and lotions and lip balms and, and hat pins and all these little different things and, and brooches and, and bracelets for different people. She started loving what she was doing and wanted a way to be able to help out because she was always home with the children from being pregnant and then, you know, after having the children. And so she wound up helping out and just grown into an entrepreneurial spirit, which actually helped me out 
with being able to do more things as an entrepreneur that I want to do. And now she is three semesters away from being able to graduate with her first degree, and she'll be the first in her family to do so. So we're excited about that. That's awesome. That's awesome. Now, Josiah is how old again? Seven. Seven. And uh, how many other kids do you have? Uh, just one more, Roman. Roman. Four-year-old. Yep. He's four. Okay. All right, cool. So you got got two boys. Pretty young still. Um, what kind of led you into this, this, I guess, obviously, your relationship with your father kind of drove you through this, to this mission of helping others. But what got you into uh, developing this company, Diamond Mind Results? I kind of, I think it kind of developed itself. I, I, so I tell people like I spend a lot of time talking to different folks and helping people who are outside of my family. And as you can hear with my schedule that I have is it's very demanding and I want to have my family. I want to keep my family. I want to spend time with them, but we also need to be able to live and be alive as well. And, and helping people really makes me alive. I have a very demanding schedule. As I said, seven days a week, uh, day shift, night shifts, and what gives me strength and energy outside of doing what I do for my family, but is helping people and doing things for them. And that, that gives you life. That's a scientific fact. And so that helps out a lot. And it got to the point where I needed to figure out how do I get rid of this evening job to be able to have more time with my family, but also be able to help people and be able to create the income from that. So reluctantly, because of the word income, I never wanted to be somebody who charged people for certain things. So I had to figure out a strategic way to be able to do that. So that way I can actually continue to help people and pour into people, but at the same time, be able to actually be able to take care of myself in that process. So I can be able to walk away from one of my jobs to have more time with family. And as I got into a position where, um, you know, it starts out with just helping a few people, whether, you know, you could have been a cook or it could have been somebody that makes stuff, but you start making or start doing or start helping a few people and they enjoy what you do, enjoy what you did. And then they wind up saying, hey, you know, you're really good at this. They refer people to you. And then before you know it, you start doing it more and more and more. And then it gets to a point where you got to make a decision. Is this something you want to keep doing or do you want to do it on the side? And it becomes demanding. Everything is demanding in our life. And so it's everything is a give or take. So while I continue to grow and build up Diamond My Results, it will put pressure on me to say, hey, you know, now you can walk away from that second job that you're doing. But it all came because you were just trying to help people. And by you just doing what you were called to do, it will wind up making room for you. So I never really wanted to create a business. I never thought that I would, never envisioned it, um, let alone having, you know, an actual LLC from it. It just Every time I went and I helped more people and I and I ran into other professionals and I networked and built with them by being around people who are like minded. I just naturally started doing the things that was necessary for me to do. So I wound up forming an LLC. I wound up coming with an, coming up with a name for it, wound up having a, a logo made, just making it more official um, each step of the way. And, and now it has a whole mind of its own. And I really see big things happening for it in the future. That's awesome. Well, good for you, man. I'm I'm happy for you. And you know, we we as dads, you know, we find a, a part of our responsibility is is we carry on our shoulders. Really, is just the kind of the financial responsibility having to provide for our family. And, and you working a couple of jobs uh, to make sure you provide for your family, and then also not only those jobs, but also trying to get this business going. 
Um, what would you say to other dads out there who may be kind of in a similar boat where they're, they're working a couple jobs and uh, they're trying to find something else to do that would, uh, you know, kind of run in their own, maybe running their own business or starting their own company. What would you, what, what advice would you give to those guys that may be listening to the show? I, th- I think something good to be able to tell them is to make sure you're not doing it alone. Um, so that, that word father, it coincides with the word man and both of those tend to have ego or pride. And so they don't want to say, do, or let other people know how they feel. And one big thing for me, I remember I was going through this process where I was just getting sick and tired of getting up and going to work every day. And I was just going through the motion and I read this thing work that I'm, that I'm doing on the side. But at the same time, I really want to be with my children. And I just started, you know, just freaking out over like, yo, what is going on here? And one day, you know, I just really wanted to just break down and start crying. And I was like, this is, this is getting hard. And, and why are we doing this? And then my wife said something very simple to me, but I wasn't thinking about it because I was in the midst of it all. And she said, babe, don't worry about it. We're not meant to be doing this forever. This is just for a moment in time and you're doing it for a reason. And when you're locked in and you're in the thick of everything, you you, you tend to go to sleep and then you wake up, you go at it again. You go to sleep, you wake up, you go at it again. And you forget that there might be an actual purpose to it all. And so what happened was for the last five years or so, I had been working two jobs, and so I just kind of got into the motion. But the game plan actually was for me and my wife to trade off. I work, she goes to school. Because we had children, we didn't want to put them in daycare, so they stayed with her. She didn't have to worry about working. All she had to do was worry about getting her degree. And the process of that, I worked. But she also had four major surgeries, two of them being the birth of both of our children. So with having four major surgeries that put her out, long periods of time with each one, it delayed her process of actually getting her degree, which delayed the process of me actually working two jobs. And it delayed the process of me building Diamond Mile Results. Now, you never stop working. You never stop building it, never stop reaching for it. We had a goal for two years. However, to get this two-year degree wound up turning into five years, all because of all the medical conditions and things that were going on. And so sometimes, you know, you're in a position where you're working, you're trying to take care of your family, you're trying to be a father, you're trying to start a business on the side. You wind up getting trapped into going through the motions and you keep your emotions, your feelings inside. But if you tell people what's going on with you, they might be able to to bring you back down to reality and then say, hey, man, this is the reason why you're doing it. Or don't forget what the purpose is. And let's remember and focus on that. You might be upset right now, but why are you upset? Are you upset because you actually got to go to work? Or are you upset because it's taking a long time? Me, I was upset because I felt like I was in a dead-end situation. I didn't realize that, oh, yeah, that's right. We are working a plan. I just forgot because I was going through it so much. And just by her saying that quick thing to me, it wound up bringing me back down. And I was able to continue on what we had to do. And now... We're getting to the end of that tunnel where she's almost done school. I'm about to be able to walk away from the night job. And now I get to be able to pursue my own personal brand even more. And it gives me more time with the family as well. That's awesome. Well, I think you're showing it. Obviously, never give up. Keep uh, striving for what you want in life. And you and your wife kind of were on the same page with that. So that's good that you guys both stuck together and stuck through it. Is your wife okay? I know you said she went through the surgeries and stuff, two of them through with your with your kids. But uh, yeah. is her health okay now? Yes, yes, she's good now. Uh, yeah. She's actually uh, participating in, a, in a, um, a fitness challenge right now. <laughs> so oh, cool. Things a lot better now. Cool. Awesome. 
Um, <clears throat> well, let me ask you this kind of diving into your fatherhood role. Do your kids play sports? So the, um, the youngest, he doesn't particularly play any sports at the time when he was able to start getting out to do so. And we had this, this, this new phenomenon in the world called COVID happening. Right. A lot of things are shut down, but I will tell you is, uh, both of my boys, uh, they do love, uh, martial arts, specifically Roman. He likes boxing and likes doing Wing Chun. My oldest son, Josiah, he really likes doing Tai Chi. Um, so I, um, I was actually, so we didn't even mention or talk about this, but I actually started another company last year. It's me doing the Tai Chi classes. We wound up stopped doing them um, when the country had to shut down. But before that, my son, Josiah, I would pick him up from school on Fridays and I would take him to my classes with me. And so he would like participate in the Tai Chi groups with me and things like that. Outside of that, Josiah is like a really, really big basketball fan. He was able to play on his first basketball team uh, right before COVID-19 hit. So when the world opens back up, he wants to get back to playing his basketball again. Oh, cool. Now, what was it? You said you started another company. You cut out. So what was the name of that company again? Oh, I'm sorry. So it's Interoasis. Uh, that was the other company I started. I had two business partners, uh, Jason and Charlene, Jason Ferguson, Charlene Williams. Those two of my other business partners for that venture. Uh, we just slowed down from doing it because of COVID. All right. of us had different things that we work on. So we was like, hey, no sweat. Uh, we all still practice, all still train. Uh, we was actually woke up to a group text today. So we'll get back to teaching uh, once the world opens back up and, and gets moving forward again. Awesome. Okay. Well, you got two two young young boys, uh, seven and four. What, if I were to ask you to describe your guys' parenting style, uh, how would you how would you say your parent? What do you how would you describe your parenting style? You know, I, I was thinking about that question. How do you describe your parenting style? I think it would be you know you always naturally resort back to the things that were in your life unconsciously. And we try to make a deliberate attack not to do that. And, and what I mean by that is, you know, there are certain things that we all do and we don't know why we do them. And it's because these are the things that was done with, to, and how was, and in the whole nine from when we were younger, we just passed those things on. And so what I wanted to consciously do was to make effort to do certain things that I thought would be helpful uh, for our children. And some of the times we'll, we'll have a discussion like, you know, we all have that typical, the child asks for something and that first parent don't give them the answer they want. So they go to the other parent getting that answer. And then they take that answer back to the first parent's parent and says, well, mom said I could or dad said I could. And then they try to, you know, turn you against each other. And that was something that we had to learn quick. So it's like, you know, always check with each other first before we answer certain things. And we tried to put personal development. A lot of the things that we do with our children, we see it really working with the oldest, which is Josiah. And that's because he's older. We started doing it as he was young, just like with Roman. But now that he's able to talk and articulate a lot more of his thoughts and feelings, we see that those things are starting to work out. Uh, one day, you know, my, my son, he asked me a question about school as to why he had to continue writing his name, um, even though school was over. And I was getting him to work on being able to know how to write better. And I, I, instead of just saying, hey, you know, you need to write your name because I told you to, that's not good enough. And we tend to say, well, children should just do what they're told. But children are no more but very, very small adults. And you don't want like to be told what to do for no reason or, you know, to not know why. So it's like, you know, give them that same respect and explain it to them because we're all looking to know and to understand. 
And, you know, so he asked me, you know, why do I have to do this? And instead of just saying, yo, you got to do it because I'm your father. Well, I'm telling you to do this because what happens is by you doing this, it's going to help you further along in this way. And by you not doing it, this is what will happen. So we don't really know what the outcome is going to be, but this is going to help you out and having a better chance if you continue to keep doing this. And he's like, okay, all right, I understand. And now, you know, he he writes his name, but now he also asks us other questions to go in depth about other things. So it's just a, a ever cycle of learning. I think the style would be just, just learning. I don't think there's one right answer or one way to go. And I think if you're doing a good job, you're always going to change and contradict yourself because the world is changing the way that we have to teach is change, change and shoot. Math is even different from my son than when I was in school <laughs> on how to get to the answers. So, you know, it's right. always changing. So we have to evolve with it. Well, no, you're right. And I think it's important to understand that, uh, you know, when we're, when we're telling our kids to do something, uh, explaining it to them will help them develop the understanding behind it. And it's super important because when they get into these, you know, their later years, or, you know, in high school and college and stuff like that, uh, to be able to understand things that you tell them now will only help them when they're older. Um, so yeah, helping them understand the reason behind what you're telling them to do is super important. So that's good that you provide that. And it only leads to more questions. Like you said, he's starting to ask yeah. other questions about stuff. So that's cool. That's yes, good. It does. Now, if I were to ask you, give me some advice for any of my new dads out there that may be listening or soon to be new dads. Um, what advice would you give them about fatherhood? I think it would just be, you know, spending time. So I know a lot of gentlemen that want to get married and they say, well, I can't get married now because I don't have enough of. And that statement stops a lot of men from doing things because it takes you down that road of of pride or ego again. And I think that, you know, as going through this process, we just learned that the children's they know that you love them by spending time with them. You might not know you have money. You might not know you can't get the things you want for them, but all they know is that you spend time with me. And I think the more time that you spend with the child, the more you get to learn as well. And when you have having that bonding experience, for one, they get to experience the world, but they also get to experience with you. And the more time they have with you, the more they're able to open up to you, especially when things are wrong. So as they get older and, you know, to all the older parents, you know, you know, when your child is teenager or pre-teenager, they know more than you at that point. And so right. there's always an epic battle. And so, you know, I think that the more time that we spend with the children when they're younger and they know that they can come to us, we get to be able to understand each other better and just know how to relate to each other better. Because there's going to come a time where you want that child to be around you and they might be you know, drooling all over the place or talking too much, but then eventually they're not going to have time for you. They're going to have their own friends. They're going to be into girls or into boys, into their sports, whatever it is. And they're going to have a whole life of their own. And you want to instill wonderful memories in them. So they always know where to come back to. Mm. Yeah, it's so right. And it's something that I've talked about a lot on this show uh, in that is time with our kids is so important and, and so critical. And kids really spell love, T-I-M-E. They don't spell it L-O-V-E. Mm-hmm. So yeah. spelling, spelling love, T-I-M-E, just shows you right there that, hey, 
the quality time that you spend with your kids is, is vital. And, you know, even when they're teenagers and the last thing they want to do is hang out with you. Um, I made it, I made it a, a, I made sure to spend quality time with my boys and I still do to this day. They're 22 and 19. I still do to this day. So um, it's super important. So I'm glad to, glad that you brought that up because new dads need to hear that. They don't fully understand that yet. And you don't fully understand what it's like to be a dad until you are a dad. Uh, once you do, <laughs> once you do become a dad, then uh, um, having the time with your kids is precious. So, well, awesome. Let me ask you this. If, if I were to ask your boys, tell me something about your dad. What would you hope that they would say about you? Uh, I hope they would say that my father didn't work a lot, but he went out to try to change people's lives a lot. And not only did he do that, but he also did it for us. So that way we would have a better life than he had when he grew up. That's awesome. And I, and just the fact that you're going out there and doing that, helping other people, um, you're, you're teaching them valuable life lessons that, uh, that they'll remember forever. And who knows, they may follow in your footsteps, right? Yeah. I'll tell you a quick, a quick story real fast. I, yeah, I, took go my ahead. Son, I took my sons to a men's event and I was so stoked about taking them there. And I was like, guys, listen, we're going to go to these event and it's going to be nothing but men there who are, are, you know, just doing well. And Josiah asking those questions again, you know, why are we going to this event if we don't know none of the people here? I said, well, we've been invited to this event by such and such gentlemen. Um, and what's going to happen is when we get there, we're going to meet all different kinds of guys. You got some of them are professional basketball players. Some of them used to play in college. Some of them are coaches. Some of them are judges. Some of them are policemen. And I think there is a sergeant there. And then there's a couple of lawyers. And you're going to meet all of these guys. And it's going to be wonderful. And the thing that I wanted to get to them was, I said, you know, Josiah, when you get there to this event, you're going to see a whole bunch of dudes that are doing phenomenally well. And what's going to happen is you're going to see what's possible for you, that you too can have a wonderful job or own your own business just like them. And that's what I wanted him to see. But instead of Josiah responding the way I thought he would, he shocked me. And he said, or you mean like you? And I said, what you mean? He said, you have your own business too. I never told them that I had my own business. And oh, so wow. for him to pick that out, and he said that to me, I literally was about to start crying in that moment. And so what you said is like absolutely true. Like, you know, that time and then paying attention to what's going on is very, very critical. And I never told him I had a business, but he said, you know, why do I need to look at them? You have one. So I could be like you. And I just thought that was phenomenal. Oh, that's awesome. Hold on to that, man. Hold on to that memory. That's sure. so cool. Well, listen, if my listeners wanted to look you up, learn a little bit more about you, um, where could, where's the best place for them to do that? Uh, they can actually uh, reach out to me on Instagram. It is uh, diamond underscore mind underscore results. Uh, that's where I spend a lot of time communicating with people. Also, I have a YouTube channel where we're starting to put up some videos. And that's the same thing. Well, it's Diamond My Results on YouTube. And I actually respond back and talk to the people in the comments in there as well. So whether it be Instagram, DMs, or any of that stuff, I check all of the messages and, and reach as many people as I can that way. Now, do you have a website? Yes, the website is dmr.solutions. Dmr that solutions that I would tell you is the last thing that I use, which is actually cool because we're actually going to start putting the podcast up on there. So we kind of like reverse engineered everything because uh, I didn't have any social media, nothing. So we started out with getting me a social media platform, started using that. And then from there, we, we went to the YouTube. So both of those things are working. And then the third link would be would be the website. So that would be like the very last step. Very cool. 
Well, very cool. Well, listen, uh, Sam, it's been it's been great chatting with you. Uh, I'm certainly glad you and I have become friends over the last few months, and I'm looking forward to uh, continuing our friendship together. But thank you very much for coming on uh, Dad Up. You certainly represent the Dad Up community very well, and I look forward to uh, watching you grow and watching you uh, uh, just become more and more successful in helping others. Yeah, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate that. Thank you for everything that you're doing. Uh, you know, it's, it's so many more dads that you'll probably never talk to, never hear from, that are paying attention to your podcast and listening to what you're doing. And you're probably going to be the light that they needed in dark times. So shout out to you and thank you so much for everything that you're doing. Well, there you have it. Another exciting episode complete. My guest today certainly represents the data community very well. Continue to stay tuned because my shows with amazing guests comes out every week. You don't want to miss out. Please help the show by subscribing and leaving a rating. I would love your feedback. If you know anyone this show could help, please share it with them. I don't want anyone missing out on what it takes to be a great parent. If you have comments or questions, please let me know. You can message me on my Instagram page at Data Podcast. I read all your comments and respond to them all. Thank you, as always, for listening to the show. This is Data. Up.